Hi there, this is Jacob Msiba, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. So the title of my message is, I believe. Somebody shout, I believe. Come on, you can do better than that. Somebody shout, I believe. Please shout until you believe that you believe. Please say it until the devil can hear you. Come on, say it until the thing that has been standing before you hears you. Come on, say it until the thing that you have been failing in believes you. Say, I believe. Say, I believe. Shout, I believe. It's not your neighbor that believes, but it is you. Say, I believe. Shout until the Lord hears you that I believe. Yes, turn with me to the book of Mark, chapter number 9. Yes, we believe. Yes, we believe. Chapter number 9, verse number 23. The Bible says, Jesus said to him, If you believe, all things are possible. That's why we were shouting. Because if you believe, then all things are possible. Even the impossible situation that you have been facing for such a long time. If you believe, even that is possible. So he said, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you that this morning our unbelief will be healed completely and forever. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we cry out just like that father and we say, Lord, we believe. Please heal our unbelief. Just in case there is some element of unbelief. Because Lord, we know that if we believe, all things are possible. Lord, I pray for your anointing this morning. Let your word proceed with power, with great precision. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your anointing come upon us. Both to hear and to speak your word. For your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let the light of your word shine forth, oh God, into every situation and circumstance. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, shine your light, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, so that darkness may flee. In the mighty name of Jesus, for your light, darkness cannot comprehend. Every dark area this morning, let the light of your word shine. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, so that we may be able, oh God, to see everything that has been impossible becoming possible. We give you praise and we honor you in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen and amen. amen. So now as we go, the critical element to fulfill our calling, to reach our destiny, is faith. Faith is a very critical element for us to be able to reach our destiny. Anything that we do as the children of God that is void of faith is regarded as sin in the Bible. In the book of Romans, chapter number 14, verse number 23, the last part of that verse says, for whatever is not from faith is sin. So each, each time when as the children of God are engaging into something and that thing is void of faith, 
then it is regarded as sin. Even the Lord Jesus Christ himself could not perform miracles to the people of Nazareth because of their unbelief. So it's not a matter of not having power. It's not a matter of the word not producing results, but it is a matter of it not being mixed with faith. That is why then we are not able to get the results just like the people of Nazareth who did not believe, therefore Jesus could not perform miracles. But each time we believe, each time we put in this element of faith as we go about the kingdom business that we are supposed to go about, then we have to mix it with faith so that then we can get maximum results. Somebody say amen. amen. So now faith causes us to operate in the realm of God. It is faith that causes us to be able to transact in the spiritual realm. In the spiritual realm, the only way you can be able to transact, it is through faith. You are not able to take out rents or dollars for you to be able to download some things from the heavenlies, to download some things from the spiritual realm. In the spiritual realm, there is everything that we are looking for. There is everything that we need. There is every resource that we need to reach our destinies. However, we need faith to be able to operate in that realm and to transact in that realm. Somebody say amen. amen. So now for us to be able to operate in that realm, we need to understand that faith is required so that the supernatural can be natural to us. So that the impossible can be possible to us. So that we can be able to be people who are who are able to download miracles, signs, and wonders from the spiritual realm by reason of the force called faith. Somebody say, amen. amen. So now, in the book of Colossians, chapter number one, verse number 10, the Bible says that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. So in other words, fruitfulness pleases God. Our main aim in our callings, as we have been called by God to every sphere of influence where he has called us to, we need to understand that we are not there to please our friends. We are not there to please our loved ones. We are not there to please even ourselves for that matter. But we are there to please the one who has called us and fruitfulness pleases God. That's how we can please God. So being fruitful in our callings, we can't be except we operate in faith. We can never see the fruits of our callings unless we operate in faith. And also the Bible is clear in telling us that but it is impossible to please God without faith. It says, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Now, faith is the force that silences the voice of the enemy. Faith 
silences the voice of the enemy. And faith is so beautiful because faith delivers to everyone. It does not matter who you are. Faith delivers to anyone, no matter where you come from. Faith does not say, I am looking at your background and therefore I am not going to deliver to you. Faith says, as long as you are exacting this force called faith, you are going to be able to get results in your life and in your calling because it delivers to anyone and it also delivers everywhere. It delivers anywhere. It does not matter where you are. Even if you are deep down in the valley, faith is able to deliver right down there in the valley and you will see yourself on the mountaintop without climbing the mountain because faith has delivered. I don't know, under the sound of my voice this morning, maybe there is someone who sees themselves in the valley, but the Bible says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. That is the force of faith to say, no matter how low I can see myself, no matter how low I can be, as long as there is this force of faith working in the inside of me, I know that it's just a matter of time and I will transition from the bottom to the top. I will transition from the valley to the mountain top. Why? Because faith delivers anywhere and for everyone. That is why faith was able to deliver even for Jesus Christ right deep down in hell. He was able to come back with the keys for he knew that he was going to be raised up by the Father on the third day. So he was not scared to go down deep right in the darkness of hell so that he can be able to do that which he was supposed to do. It was faith that his father was going to be able to raise him back up again. He did not get scared of the valley. He did not get scared of the darkest place. He did not get, get scared of hell itself. Why? Because he had faith in the one who has sent him. So no matter how down and out you can be, if you have faith in the one who has sent you into your calling, faith will deliver. Faith will deliver. Faith will deliver. Listen to what the Bible says in the book of Ephesians 6, verse number 16. It says, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked, of the wicked one. So, in other words, it means that above any other weapon as a child of God, as you go about your calling, as you go about fulfilling purpose, as you go after your destiny, above any other weapon that is listed in the book of Ephesians chapter number 6, the Bible says above all of them, you need to take the shield of faith. Because that's how you will neutralize the enemy. That's how you will make sure that the enemy has got nothing uh, 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 on you in as, far your, in as far as your calling is concerned. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, there are 12 main exploits of faith that we find in the book of Hebrews chapter number 11. And those exploits of faith were done in and through men like you and I. 
Those people were here on earth just like we are here on earth. Those people had to believe just like we have to believe. Those people had the red blood just like you and I. Those people were breathing just like you and I. But the thing that caused them to be able to carry out great and mighty exploits, it was because they mixed everything that they were doing with the force of faith. Somebody say the force of faith. So now these people did great and mighty exploits. And we know that the Bible says, those who know they are God, they shall be strong. And they will be able to carry out great and mighty exploits. So the reason why we will be able to carry out exploits, like all of the exploits that are scattered in Hebrews chapter number 11, it is only if God can heal our faith. And I believe that this morning, God is here to heal our unbelief. Shout, I believe. So now there are 12 main exploits that are recorded there. And God is going to help us through those exploits and so that we can be able to learn from them and know that God can do it again and again and again. That God can do it for us as he did it for them. So we are going to learn from them so that we can also exact this, the, uh, the force of faith just like they did. Somebody say amen. amen. Number one, faith gives you boldness to start. When everything else says you cannot, faith says you can. When everything else says you shouldn't, faith says you should. When everything else seems as though it is not enough for you to step out and do what God has called you to do, faith gives you that boldness to say, even though I don't have enough, even though I don't have the whole picture, however, I am going to be bold enough by reason of my faith. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So as soon as you have heard the word of God, then faith gives you boldness to say, I have heard what God wants me to do. In verse number eight, it says, by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. So now faith causes you to go even though you don't know where you are going. Faith gives you boldness to go forward even if you don't know what's next. Faith gives you the boldness just like the disciples of Jesus Christ when they knew that there was no fish in that pond where they were fishing. They just knew that because they had already exhausted everything they knew about fishing. They had done it over and over and over and over again. And on that day, they were not catching anything. Remember, they were able to know what to do for the fish to come to them. This is a place where they went for fishing all the time. However, on that day, the results that they wanted did not come. But because of the force of faith, as soon as Jesus said the word, they said, at your word, we will let down our nets. Even though we have been failing all along, but at your word, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Somebody this morning needs to say, at your word. Needs to say, at your word. Yes, I have been trying. Yes, I'm almost giving up, but at your word. 
Maybe, Jesus, you need to say something to me this morning so that I can be able, just like the disciples, to have faith to go back again. It doesn't matter how many times you have failed, but at his word, I believe that even though the disciples could not catch the fish, the fish, it was because the fish was not there. It was not because of the lack of skill. The skill was there. Everything that they have been doing to fish every day was there. But the fish was not there. But as soon as Jesus spoke at his word, it was not only the disciples that, that, that were able to have faith in Jesus, but even the fish itself had faith in Jesus and came together so that the disciples can have a great catch. At your word. The fish also believed in the word of Jesus Christ. As soon as he said, let down your nets, the fish came together. Ah, I see everything that you have been trusting God for, even though you have been failing number of times. However, at the word, when you act on the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, everything will begin to make its way to what way you can be able to catch. Because it is not easy to catch when things are far away. But at the word of Jesus Christ, everything that you need for your calling can come together to a place where you can be able to get a great catch. Somebody say amen. At the word of Jesus Christ, even the money that you need for your business, it can be able to come. It can be able to come. It can be able to come. It can come. It can come and gather to a place where you can be able to stumble into it. Hallelujah. The Bible says the disciples let down their nets. Where? Same place. Same place. Same place, same place, same place, same place, same place, same place. Yes, you have toiled all night, but if you know in your knower that this is your calling, it's time to ask God for a fresh word and say, Lord, at your word. At your word, I will let down my net in the name of Jesus Christ. Faith pushed them to do it again in spite of their failures. What have you failed in that is preaching to you to say, just let go. Leave this thing, it's not for you. Keeps on saying to you, no, don't do it. No, don't do it. You failed so many times. Previously, you have failed. So why? What, what's, going to be, what go, what's going to be different this time? What's different this time is that the word has been spoken and, and faith comes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing for, from the word. So now the word has been spoken and therefore I am now going to be able to do it and get great results. Number two, faith gives you strength to endure temporal setbacks. Check out the choice of words. Setbacks are temporal. You just need to endure. I don't know how many setbacks have you felt or have you experienced in your calling, but
But I want you to know you can make a comeback by the force of faith. Verse number nine says, by faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. I want to say to somebody this morning, the tent is not permanent. He dwelt in tents, but it was just temporal. Even though he had the greatest promise ever, however, he enjoyed the time of living in tents. But there is a city that is coming for you. You may be in a tent today in your business. You may be in a tent today in your calling. You may be in a tent today in your career. But I want you to know that there is a city that is waiting for you. All that you need to do is just to endure the setback. Because it is not permanent, but it is temporal. So you are going, you are well on your way going into your city. Because the Bible says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy can comes in the morning and I believe that as God is reminding us that everything we do in our callings needs to be coupled with the force of faith then it means our morning is coming faith weeping has been enduring for a night but your morning is coming it says joy comes in the morning don't give up don't give in the Lord is coming big God is coming big because of the force of faith that you are going to start exerting into your calling. Somebody say amen. amen. Don't give up. Don't give up. The Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 4, verse number 18, it says, While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary. But the things which are not seen are eternal. So what you see, the setback that you see right now is not permanent. What is permanent is the city that God wants to usher you into. That one is going to be permanent. You are going to enjoy it forever. No one will be able to take it away from you. Why? Because God has ushered you into that city. Because you have endured the times of your setbacks and you kept the faith and you have believed that my time is coming and the city where God has called me into is also coming. So we need not to look at the things that are seen. Yes, the enemy always wants us to look at the things that are seen. The, yes, it is true that um, your account is not in, in a good shape right now. Yes, it is true that your business is not in a good shape right now. Yes, it is true that you are calling, you are even doubting if actually this is your calling. You are even thinking of trying to find out if you are really called for this. But I want you to know this morning that whatever setback that you have experienced or whatever it is that you see around you that preaches to you that you are not going to make it. I want you to know that it is temporal. Please hold on. Please don't give up. Please just keep the faith and know that God is coming and he's going to usher you into a place where it is going to be eternal. What you don't say right now is what is eternal. But the setback that you see is temporal. Somebody say amen. amen. Number three, 
Faith will give you courage to sacrifice. Verse number four. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead, still speaks. Faith causes you to be the master of producing, producing great results in your life, in your family, and in your calling. If you have faith, you will reproduce over and over and over again without any fear of depletion. The reason why sometimes when God wants us to sacrifice in our lives so that we can advance in life, what we do is we become scared of sacrificing for our advancement. Why? Because we don't know how to reproduce what we have produced. But the force of faith causes us not to be scared to sacrifice anything and anything that God would want us to sacrifice because we know how we got the results in the first place. We have the formula. We know that it was because of the force of faith and we can reproduce the same results over and over and over and over again. Somebody say amen. amen. Then you will never be afraid of sacrificing because you know how to produce it. Many of us think the things and the results that we have in our lives, in our families and in our callings are because of our faith. And many of us, it's actually not because of our faith, but it is because of the chance and time that God says it happens to them all. But with the force of faith, you can be able to reproduce great results anytime, anywhere. You don't have to wait for the time and chance. Somebody say amen. Some of us don't want to give because we are scared that we will not be able to reproduce what we have sacrificed because it did not come by faith, but it came by end of the month. Somebody once said, when the clock is not working and it does not even have a battery in. It is correct twice a day. Because time and chance happens to them all. But this morning I'm here to introduce to you a force called faith which produces any time. It does not have to wait until the 25th. It can produce on the 3rd. It can produce on the 14th. It can produce on the 17th. It can produce any time. If you are able to exact the force of faith, you won't be scared to sacrifice anything that God wants you to sacrifice. Why? Because you know how it comes. You know how it comes. And you know how you can reproduce it. But if you are a person who waits for time and chance, you will never sacrifice anything. And the Bible says a sacrifice is a sweet aroma unto God. So in other words, there is no aroma from you if there is no sacrifice from you. May we never be scared to sacrifice for our callings, to sacrifice that which God would want us to sacrifice so that we can never rely on time and chance, but rely on the force of faith that delivers every time and anywhere and anytime. In Jesus' name, 
amen and amen. Four, faith gives you the grace to please God. The Bible is clear. Verse number five says, by faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And it is impossible to please God without faith. So Enoch pleased God because of his faith. It is impossible to please God without faith. And I know that some of us here who are parents, when our children do nice things for us, we are pleased and we can do anything for those children who have done so well for us and who have done so, so many things that are pleasing to us. How much more about God? God who has the capacity to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than we can ever ask or think. That God, when he is pleased, what can he do? That God, when he is pleased, and the Bible says it is impossible to please him except through faith. So when you exact the force of faith in your life, in your calling, and in everything that you have been called by God to do, then you are pleasing God. And God will always come through for you. Hallelujah. Five, faith gives you discernment to avoid destruction. Verse number seven. The Bible says, by faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Now Noah here believed what God was telling him, even though what God was saying to him had never been seen before. Even though what God was telling him had never happened before. But because God said so, then Noah descent the voice of the Lord. Noah descent danger from afar and he was able to avoid destruction. Many of us can be able to avoid destructions if we can be able to just be people of faith so that each time God tells us that there is a destruction that is coming, we can believe him and be able to move swiftly so that then we can avoid destruction. The problem that we have is that sometimes we leave God in church. We leave God in our prayer closets. We leave God in our rooms after praying. We pray and say, Lord, as I go to my business, Lord, as I go to my career, as I go to my workplace, as I go to school, Lord, please be with me. And then we leave him there. And then when we go, we don't want God to be a part of what we are doing in our businesses. We don't want God to be a part of what we are doing in our careers. We don't want God to be a part of what we, He has called us to do. And by that, we won't be able to discern His voice so that we can be able to avoid destruction. God can be able to tell you to say, don't invest in that company because that company is going down. If you can discern the voice of God and have faith enough to believe him when he says, don't go left, go right. Don't go right, go left. Or stop, sit down. We can avoid 
destruction. But it only takes faith. It only takes what? It takes faith. Six, faith gives you speed to reach your destiny on time. Somebody say on time. I shout on time. Shout I will reach my destiny on time. Why must you reach your destiny on time? Because sometimes it is not great of a blessing to get there, but get there late. That's why my prayer is, Lord, bless me while I am still young. It is not much of a blessing to be blessed by, uh, by God uh, and build a double-story house at, a, at 60 years of age because you can't walk up the stairs. By the time you get up there, you are tired, your knees are painful, and you are like, you know what, I don't appreciate this. Even though it's a beautiful blessing, but you are not appreciating it because you are not enjoying it. May God get us there fast. May God get us there quickly. May God get us there swiftly. In the name of Jesus Christ, with speed, may we reach our destinies. Somebody say, Amen. Speed is critical in destiny. And speed only comes by faith. We can both finish the race, but the number one is the fastest. Even though I also got to the finish line, but I'm never number one. The number one is the fastest. Somebody say amen. It is a blessing to break through, but it is even sweeter to break through early in life. Somebody say amen. The difference between me and Kastas Nimenya is speed. The difference between me and Usain Bolt is speed. That's why he is generating so many dollars. That's why he is rich because he is fast. I can run. But the key here for you to make money in running is how fast are you? May God give us speed. In our destinies, may God give us speed. May we run and never be weary. May we walk and never faint. May we have strength to finish and finish strong. Verse number 11 says, By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. You will receive strength today. You will receive strength. You will not wait and be old like Sarah. But you will receive strength today. Because he is faithful. He who promises. We are learning from Sarah. So that we can have results faster than Sarah. Hallelujah. We are learning from her faith. So that we can run with speed more than she did. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Number seven. Faith imparts in you the spirit of generosity. Verse number 17, the Bible says, By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises, offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called. Concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him 
in a figurative sense. So now generosity is the proof of faith. When you are being generous, you are proving that you believe God. You are proving that you believe that wherever this comes from, there is more. When you are being generous, even in offerings and in tithes and to people around you, it is because you have faith in the one who has given you what you have already. It is proof of faith that it is God who has given you what you have. It is not from your own strength, but it is from God. That's why then you are able to be generous. Stingy people are people who don't have faith. Are people who are holding on to whatever that they have so that, so that you know, I can just have it and hold on to it. I become stingy because I don't trust that God can be able to give it to me again. So therefore, I'm just going to keep everything to myself so that um, I can have it. However, if you have faith and if, if you are able to exact the, for, the force of faith, you become a generous person. He offered, Abraham offered because he concluded that the God who gets, who got him, I mean who got him, this son is able to give him another son. And also he is able to even raise him from the dead. The Bible says he concluded that God was able to raise him up. So the reason why he was, uh, he was content in going up to the mountain to sacrifice his son, the only one, it was because he knew that he already came from God. So if God asks him for Isaac, God is asking him for what belongs to him anyway. So when God is asking you for your tithe and for your offerings, he is asking you for what belongs to him anyway. He is asking you for what comes from him anyway. And even if it is displeased, he is able to raise it from the dead. He concluded, that is why he was comfortable. He concluded that God, who has given me this son, is able to give me another one. And he is able to raise the same one from the dead. Listen to the faith of Abraham. Abraham had not seen anyone being raised from the dead. But he believed that if God says I must sacrifice the son that he has given me, I conclude that it means he is able to raise him up from the dead. Jesus had not been risen from the dead. But he believed that God is able to raise his son from the dead. Number eight. Faith inspires you to speak prophetically over your calling. Verse number 20 says, By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. Verse number 21 says, By faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped, uh, leaning on the top of his staff. Now concerning things to come. Please never stop saying what you see yourself becoming. Don't say what you see yourself as right now. 
but always declare what you see yourself becoming. Always prophesy upon yourself based on where you are going, not where you are. Don't concentrate on where you are. Yes, you are in the valley right now. Yes, it seems as if nothing is working out right now. Yes, it seems as if it is dark right now. But prophesy right there and prophesy that which you are becoming. Prophesy that which is unseen because the Bible says the things that are unseen are the things that are eternal. Somebody say amen. Prophesy where you are going, not where you are. Prophesy over your calling because when you are calling those things that are not as though they are, you are prophesying over your calling based on what you have seen in the secret place, based on what you have seen in what God has told you, based on what you have heard in what God has told you, because God will not give you the full picture, but God is going to give you a glimpse of where you are going. Hold on to that glimpse and say, Lord, I have seen where you have, where, where you have shown me. You have I've seen where you are taking me. Please don't concentrate on where you are right now, but concentrate on where God has showed you where you are going. There is a place where you are going and that place is beautiful. There that place is a place of fulfillment. The Bible says you have caused men to ride over our heads. But behold, you have put us into a place of fulfillment. You have caused us to come to a place of fulfillment. There is a place of fulfillment for your calling. There is a place of fulfillment for my calling. And indeed, with the force of faith, we can be able to prophesy and say, yes, these bones can live again. Somebody say, these bones can live again hallelujah yes these bones can indeed live again because the bible is clear in the book of ezekiel chapter number 37 in the book of ezekiel 37 verse number three to verse number five it says and he said to me son of man can these bones live again it's like i am hearing the lord saying son of man can this marriage live again saying son of man can this business live again saying son of man can this career live again saying son of man can the peace of mind that you used to have can it live again and then the lord says then this man answered and said so i answered oh lord god you know why it is because he is all-knowing so this man is very correct in saying you know but even though as God knows where you are going, even though as God knows the place of your fulfillment, of your calling, however he wants you to prophesy. So it is your role to prophesy because God will not prophesy over your dead, uh, over your dead dry bones uh, uh, for you, but you need to prophesy for yourself. And then it says, oh, dry bones, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. Surely I will come. Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. So this man prophesied the word of the Lord and said, Surely breath will come to you and you will live again. And the Bible says these dead dry bones became an army. 
So the problem is you've been sending your CV as dead dry bones. You've been sending your proposal as dead dry bones. You have been talking to people as dead dry bones. However, as soon as you prophesy according to that which God has said, not according to which you see, not according to what is happening, but according to what God has said about your career, about your business, about your marriage, about your family. As soon as you prophesy, then the prayers will come from all over and it will come into these die these dead dry bones and they will begin to live again because the CV can be able to speak for you when you are not there. The problem is that it's not alive. But if you prophesy upon it, it can live because dead dry bones can live. I don't know what has died in your life. Maybe your calling died. Maybe your career died. Maybe your marriage is dying. Maybe your finances are dead. But I want you to know that as soon as you hear the word of the Lord and you begin to prophesy, somebody needs to prophesy upon something that has been dead for a long time. These dead dry bones were in a valley. Imagine dead, but also in the valley. I mean, at least if I die, let me die on, my, on the mountaintop. However, these dead dry bones were dead and they were in the valley. But the Bible says as soon as they were prophesied upon, they were able to come back to life, but not just come back to life, but begin to be a great army I say a great army coming to everything that has been dead in your life whatever it is that you need to prophesy upon begin to prophesy and say you will live you will live even though you have been dead for a long time even though you are now dry without life in you however there is a breath that can come there is a breath of the Almighty that can come and you will begin to live again you will leave again. Come on, prophesy. You will leave again. You will leave again. My finances, you will leave again. My marriage, you will leave again. My peace of mind, you will leave again. Oh, my career, you will leave again. You will leave again. You will leave again. My sick body, you will leave again. You will leave again. My finances, you will leave again. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says the wind came. And the dry dead bones became a great army. Any nation without an army is naked. Imagine that nation with an army that is dead. Not just dead but already have become dead, dry bones. Maybe there are things that are supposed to be a security in your life. However, they are dead. I prophesy this morning, they will come back to life. They will come back to life. I said they will come back to life. Whatever dead situation must come back to life right now. Whatever dead situation I prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ, it comes back to life. 
It comes back to life for that one. 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 It, yeah, it comes back to life right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever, whatever that has been dead and the enemy even thought that it will never work again. It's gonna work by reason of the breath of the Almighty. There's a spirit in me. The breath of the Almighty. And it gives me understanding. Understanding that these bones shall live again. Shall live again. Dead things are dead to us. They're not dead to God. By exacting the force of faith, they can jack back to life again. They can come back to life again. By exacting the force of faith, I want you to go back home and make sure that everything that has been dead in your body, that has been dead in your finances, that has been dead in your, in your calling, whatever it is, no matter how big it can look, it is not big for the Lord. As we exact the force of faith, it can come back to life again. These bones shall live again. Come on, shout live. Come on, shout live. Shout live. Shout live. 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 Isaac 
was able to bless Jacob and Esau. It was concerning things to come. He prophesied. He prophesied. He prophesied. Somebody needs to prophesy to their business. Say you will live. Somebody needs to prophesy to their finances. Say you will live. Somebody needs to prophesy to their bodies. Say you will live. We will live. We will not die. We will proclaim the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We prophesy that we are the heads and not the tails. We prophesy that we are above and not beneath. We prophesy that all the promises that God has for us, as we exact the force of faith, they are coming to life. 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 Shout, come back to life. Shout, come back to life. I don't know what is it that is pulling the anointing this morning. I don't know who wants to have something resurrected in their lives. However, there is an anointing of resurrection that is here in this room right now. And God is going to begin to resurrect some things. Come on, prophesy one more minute in the name of Jesus Christ. Come back to life. Come back to life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. And yes, we believe. Number nine, as I close, faith will cause you to be secure and established in your identity in Christ. Verse number 29 to verse number, uh, from verse number 23 to verse number 29, the Bible says, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Somebody needs to refuse to be called a broke Christian. Amen. Somebody needs to refuse to be called a Christian that does not have what it takes. Somebody needs to refuse to be a Christian that is not anointed. Somebody needs to refuse to be a Christian that does not carry, carry weight and favor in the name of Jesus. Somebody needs to refuse to be called a Christian that does not carry grace in Jesus' name. Only by faith, Moses, when he had become of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. That is not your identity. Faith will cause you to reject what is not your identity. Faith will cause you to know who you are in Christ and exact yourself in what you are in Christ. No matter who says what, no matter who says who you are. By faith. And it says, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasure of sin. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasure in Egypt. For he looked to the reward. Somebody needs to look to the reward. 
By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he, he endured on as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood. By faith he kept everything that he was supposed to keep because he knew that wherever he was and whoever they wanted to call him, that was not his true identity. Lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. May everyone who attempts to do what you did by faith and they are doing it by crooks, may they never succeed in the name of Jesus Christ. But when, when you exact this, the force of faith, Red Sea can open up for you. And those who think it is easy to do what you have done, Unfortunately, because they, they don't have faith like the faith that you have, they are at risk of drowning. But you will never drown. It may, it may look as though the Red Sea is before you, but you will never drown. The Red Sea will open for you. Unfortunately, the, the Red Sea only opens when you step into it. Yes. So it will not look like it until it is it. It will never feel like it until it is it. So if you are going to go by what you see and by how you feel, you will never exact the force of faith and obtain results. Imagine if they saw, they saw the Red Sea and they became scared and said, let's rather go back to Egypt. But because... It was not it until it was it. They were able to say, we are getting in. And lo and behold, the Red Sea opened. And they walked through it as though it was dry grounds. And those who did not have faith coming behind them, the enemies that are coming before you, behind you, they don't know that what you are doing, you are doing by faith. They will drown. Hallelujah. We are closing. Ten, faith releases divine power for breakthrough in your calling. Verse number 30 says, by faith the walls of Jericho fell down. <laughs> After they were encircled for seven days, somebody once said Jericho was a door that was stubborn because they were going into the promised land. And to every promised land there will be a door that will be stubborn, not wanting to open for you. But I want you to know that by the force of faith you can be able to open that door because the door is effectual. The door is big. The door is mega. However, there are many adversaries. This door may be stubborn. However, because of the word of the Lord, I am going to exact faith. I am going to exact the force of faith. And Jericho, today you are going to open up for me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jericho, today you are going to open for me. No matter how stubborn you are, there is the force of faith that is able to even open the doors that are, that are very stubborn. In the name of Jesus Christ, I apply my faith. I apply my faith to every door that has been refusing to open. I apply my faith in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God has spoken. God has
of the Jesus yeah, who can stand before the King of Kings, who can stand before the Lord of Lords, who can stand before the mighty one of Israel. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know the Jericho that has been in front of you. I don't know the Jericho that has been trying to hinder you, but we say no more hindrances. In the name of Jesus Christ, we will fulfill our callings. We will fulfill our destinies. We will reach our destinies. We will fulfill the calling of God upon our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, no more limitations. Jericho is coming down. Jericho is coming down. Jericho is coming down by the force of faith. Oh, Jericho is coming down.
the Lord. Come on, live, live. Try bones in the world. One more time, live, live. Try bones in the world. Say, live, live. Try bones in the world. One more time. Our 
economy in this town is at stake. That which God wants to do in and through this town is at stake. We are not going to keep quiet, but we are going to prophesy. We are going to exact the face of faith and say, tell must live. Tell oh, must live. jobs are at stake we could not work for two days because of what looked like dry dead bones ah, but they are going to live for as long as we are here they are going to live they are going to live we will continue to prophesy because when there is a going down we shall say there is a rising up in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.